Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyler Kluver. This is the Snapped Podcast. So glad that you're joining me on this podcast. We're going to talk about diet, exercise, mindset, training, sports, performance, and any of the things that we discuss, me or the guests that I bring on, is going to help you get better and help you get healthier in some way or another. We're glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let's have it. your ears blasted them that was loud as hell you know i got this fancy podcasting mixer board all in one system which is currently at my feet you'll notice i'm standing which is going to be the topic of today's episode one of uh and this uh this podcast board is it's in my way a lot of the time, and uh, it is what it is, but I'm using, I'm learning how to use it every single day, and sometimes it's loud as shit in your ears, so it is what it is. As I mentioned on the YouTube, the thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that watch me on the YouTube, welcome in. You'll notice that I'm standing. If you're just listening to me, you can't tell that because podcast is only audio. But if you do happen to be on the YouTube, Tyler Kluver on YouTube, you can see that I'm standing. It was my birthday this past weekend. And now that I have officially settled into uh, work from home life, because for a while there, I didn't know. I didn't know. Pandemic hit and I was now working from home. They were not related to each other but they were, uh, they did happen at the same time. And so it's now what, it's, it's about to be October. Pandemic was like, January, March. So let's say it's been 20 months, 20 months since I've been working at home-ish. I don't even really count last summer. Let's call it 16 months. 16 or 18 months since I've been working from home. And I didn't know if this was a permanent thing, but it has turned into a permanent thing. And though I'll be taking a chance on myself, which I feel good about, uh, this is going to be permanent for the time being. So with that being said, it came around time. I've been wanting a standing desk. I personally have too much energy, natural energy. Uh, I'm too fidgety. I just don't sit well for a long time. I was not an ADD child. Okay. I can do it. I'm just fine doing it. And I can still focus if I need to, but my preference is to stand. Right. So you take me out of the gym, which is where I was working. And this is, we're actually going to talk about this. And then you put me at a desk and that changes the physical dynamic of your workload a little bit. 
I did not sit hardly at all on the four to six hour shifts that I would work at the gym facility that I was coaching at uh, over the course of that time, as opposed to I now went to sitting basically from 6 a.m. to throughout the entire day, minus uh, a trip downstairs for lunch and the workout that I get in each day, I would basically be sitting the entire time. That is now going to change because I, full circle, back to my birthday, got a stand-up desk converter that has elevated my keyboard, it has elevated my monitor, and I can, there's a little button, a little pressure button that I can pull up or push down on, and it has been a game changer. Put it together yesterday or two days ago, and I've been, uh, I've been using it ever since, and I've been standing so much that my, I'm not even like, this sounds bad, but I'm not even conditioned to stand up so, uh, for that, that amount of time. Why are we talking about this? Why does this matter? Well, as you guys know, each week on this podcast, I talk about stuff that is relevant to my life regarding health and fitness. And this is not just some thing to make me more comfortable during my workday. I'm sure at some point in your life, in the past five to 10 years, you've heard the phrase, sitting is the new smoking. Now, that's not the debate we're going to get into. I think if I had to advise you on one or the other, and you didn't have any other options, I'd tell you to sit instead of smoke. But the research continues to be done and come out that sitting for long periods of time is not good for you and actually correlates with high high rates of people with diseases, cancers, and other issues, as, especially as they get older. Uh, that s- sitting specifically is not, is going to be the main focus of this episode. Um, but I really want you guys to consider this, and this is something we've talked about before, the The overall theme that sitting versus standing plays into is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, N-E-A-T, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. What that essentially means is all the activity that you do, not including your workout. Your workout is a dedicated time. That is your activity. That is your exercise activity. All the other physical activity moving that you do throughout the day is your non-exercise activity, thermogenesis. How many calories do you burn through non-exercise activity? I want you to increase that number because for most of you listening, it is too low. And for me, up until yesterday when I put this stand-up desk converter, it has been too low. Hopefully, the goal for me is to increase that as we move along here.
the ways that I mitigated that before I had this standing desk, which I'm probably not going to need as much of anymore, is every 30 minutes, I would stand up out of my desk chair and do some activity. On the hour, so my day usually starts at 6.15 or 6.30, on the hours, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, I would go up and down the stairs twice, do a set of 20 push-ups, and a set of 10 V-ups on the hour, every hour. Every 30 minutes in between, 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, I would do one set up and down the stairs with a set of 10 squats, a little less on those. And so every 30 minutes I was moving, I was moving my legs, my blood uh, got to flow a little bit easier. I opened up you know, my, uh, my joints. I got to increase the heart rate, if not just you know, 10 or 15 beats for a couple minutes. And that is how I mitigated the effect of me sitting down all day. I now have the antidote to that, which is a standing desk um, or the equivalent. Many people, you know, for you, this is going to be, this is going to be in the form of how conscious can I be about this? You're going to have to be conscious about it because most people, if you're in a cubicle, highly doubt that you have a standing desk unless you work in a more modern progressive company. Uh, but if you work in an older building for a company that's been around for a long time, your cubicle is probably a sitting desk, right? My best advice for you guys is to get up out of the desk, walk to the water fountain or the bathroom every 30 minutes. And if you really want to push it, do those squats or push-ups at your, in your office or in your cubicle and just don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks of you. Because it is really, really good to move, as we will hear about in a second from an incredible website that I found. Um, a small an anecdote from me. I obviously am a very active person. I work out a bunch. I know everything. <laughs> I know everything. I know enough about most of the areas of fitness, health, nutrition to basically go where I want in this space. Uh, with my own goals. When I was working at the gym, uh, the active position that I had running around teaching classes, it was even exacerbated there because not only was I not sitting, but I was walking around, sometimes jogging around, jumping around, high energy coaching fitness classes. I was noticeably burning more calories throughout the day than if you compared that exact same day workout-wise, food-wise, to a day that I now live at my house. Um, I carried, uh, with, without trying, I, I naturally gained and carried, carry about three or four more pounds um, on my frame just from not working in that environment anymore. I rolled at about 186 
when I was working that job, I now work, uh, and you might even argue that I work out more now. Um, and I carry at about 190. So that's on me, someone who is already dialed in on a bunch of stuff weight wise. That's the effect it has on me, almost a 2% weight effect. <clears throat> I've got a couple articles pulled up on here, and I'm going to talk about sitting and neat. Um, I really suggest at this point just going to startstanding.org. Startstanding.org. And uh, it's got a it's a nice little landing page full of information. We're going to read over some of it. Uh, but because most of, because most of you won't go to this, I will read over some of it. But if you read through this entire page, it's fantastic stuff and it will change your mind on some things. I have another article pulled up about neat. Why is neat so important? If you're looking to lose weight and increase productivity, neat is a great way to get started. Sitting for long periods of time can cause cardiovascular disease, cancer, mortality, and depression. NEAT is important because it helps with your basal metabolic rate, right? So what we just talked about, and if you go back to BMR, uh, the podcast about BMR, um, you'll hear me talk about NEAT being one-fourth of the equation for BMR. If you sit all day, regardless if you work out or not, this is a huge one too, because both this article and the next article talk about this. Your BMR will be lower than if you incorporate more activity into your day that is non-exercise. Neat also helps with the thermic effect of food. Um, la, la, la. Your body uses lots of energy to consume and store food. Blah, blah, blah. Your goal here we go. It's not your metabolism that's too slow. Back in the day, I used to blame my metabolism for excess weight. The truth was I ate heavily processed foods and was not active like I should have been. Again, the whole theme here is sometimes working out is often what we focus on, right? Oh, I need to get back on my routine. I need to get back into my workouts. I am a believer in the fact that much of the equation in fact, just about, just almost the actual time spent relative to the, the pie chart of a day on your exercise is actually how important that exercise is to your, to your health, right? It's probably a little bit more than that. I don't think it's 124th. You know, if you work out for an hour, I don't think it's 124th, uh, the importance of your overall health picture probably more like a 10th or an eighth, but it's not as big as you think it is because most people take a two-pronged approach. It's exercise and it's food. And most people get away with the food stuff in their brain by exercising. So they just cancel each other out and the equation's all screwed up. When in reality, one third of that equation is sleep and they don't even consider that. And then, yes, you have food and you have exercise, but you have the neat, the non-exercise -ex activity that is always a factor. You have hydration. You have stretching. You have mental health. 
there's a lot of these things that go into the picture. And most people are just thinking about, oh, if I get my one workout hour in per day, I'll be good. I'll feel great. And, and, and that's, that's all I need to do. And I think that we need to shift our focus. Yes, you need to work out, get your three to five days in per week. But I think we need to shift our focus heavily towards the other 22 to 23 hours of the day. And this is one way to do that. And this person, I don't know, whoever wrote this talks about their metabolism, yada, yada. Um, in fact, that article sucks. It was just more of a personal anecdote, but we're going to go back over to this. It did give some good stuff in the beginning. Standing, startstanding.org. How your chair may be hurting you. And this is a little bit cheesy. Uh, when you think of something that could threaten your life, you probably don't think about your chair at work. But according to many researchers, it's one of the biggest potential threats to your health. Research shows that you can reduce your chances of cancer, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and back pain. And I would argue full body pain. Actually, we're going to talk about that. All with one simple lifestyle change. Reduce the time you spend sitting. And then we get a, again, this is the cheesy part, the quote from the doctor. Sitting is more dangerous than smoking. Again, I don't know if that's the right way to go about describing this kills more people than HIV and is more treacherous than parachuting. How did we come up with parachuting? By the way, who wrote this article? What parachuting? Anyway, we are sitting ourselves to death says James Levine, a professor of medicine at the Mayo clinic in an interview with the LA times, the chair is out to kill us. I can just see that doctor saying that and thinking he's so funny. You may have heard the saying sitting is this new smoking uh, which is credited to Dr. Levine. He's not the only one who believes that we're sitting ourselves to death. There's a growing body of research that supports his claim and benefits and the benefits of standing desks, though there are some who disagree. Um, we weren't designed to sit. And this is actually a, a point that I really truly believe. I, I think that without getting too medical, scientifical, biomechanical about it, when we sit, it's all about posture, right? Why is it so hard to maintain posture when you're sitting? Because we weren't designed to do it for that long, right? Physically, ancestrally, genetically, our bodies, when we stand, it is not hard to maintain this upright posture, right? Now it is if you've ruined your posture through not working out, sitting all the time, yada, yada, poor exercise, poor exercise technique. But if you are a healthy individual, like for me, as I stand here, it is not hard to stack my neck on top of my torso, my, my, uh, my thoracic cavity on top of my lumbar, my lumbar on top of my hips, my hips on top of my knees, knees on top of my ankles. It's not hard. And I can do it for a while, right? Whereas if I sit down for 10 minutes, in 10 minutes, I'm going to be hunched, especially if you're at a computer, I'm going to be hunched. And it's just not... We, the idea that you're not, you're, your posture is bad because it's your, the, the idea that it's your fault that your posture is bad is, is a moot point. It, it's not your fault. It's the fact that we're sitting in chairs that usually are designed for comfort, right? For short-term comfort that when used long-term, especially when working at a desk, don't end up working out for us. 
exercise doesn't negate extended periods of sitting. Now, this is a little bit misleading because it's like, okay, well, if you're sitting a bunch and all you do is, uh, it sounds like if you're sitting a bunch and all you do is sit at a desk all day for work, then exercise isn't even worth it. That's not true. What it's saying is just because you exercise doesn't mean that the bad part, the bad, um, the negatives of sitting all day go away. But a lot of other things are good and come from that exercise. <clears throat> but let's read on. You may be thinking, I work out several times per week. The research, the research shows that though exercise is good for you, it doesn't negate the damage done by extended periods of sitting. The cure for too much sitting isn't more exercise. Exercise is great, of course, and needed, but the average person could never do enough to counteract the effect of hours and hours of chair time. And that's sort of where this time factor comes in, right? You can work out an hour a day, maybe two hours a day. If you're a psychopath, more than that. But you're never going to end up working out if you have a normal sit-down job. You're never going to end up working out more than you're on your feet or more than you're in your desk and sitting down, right? The reason why is that marathon sitting sessions change your body's metabolism. Gavin Bradley, director of active working an international group aimed at reducing excessive sitting explains part of the process. Metabolism slows down 90% after 30 minutes of sitting. The enzymes that move the bad fat from your arteries to your muscles where it can get burned off, slow down. Part of this is because one, we're not actively using those muscles. And two, oftentimes when we sit, we're cutting off arteries and vessels in different joints. The muscles in your lower body are turned off. I just said that. And after two hours, good cholesterol drops 20%. I don't know how that works. Just getting up for five minutes and going uh, is going to get things going again. These things are so simple. They're almost stupid. And it really is. It really is that simple. Um, they go on to talk about sitting and the increased chance of obesity. Obviously, if you're not moving as much, you're more likely to be obese. And they have a specific uh, couple of studies that they cite on that back, neck, and sciatica pain from sitting. Think about this. You sit for hours a day, up to, shoot, if you're sitting, let's say you sit six hours in a day, and that might be low. By the end of the week, you've sat for 30 hours. That's more than a full day's worth of sitting in one week. Now you start stacking weeks, you start stacking months, years at a specific job. Just thousands of hours and days of non-movement, just stagnant, sitting there in one spot. And your neck hurts and your back hurts. And that just continues to get worse and worse as you get older. One of the most common benefits of transitioning to a sit-to-stand desk is the reduction of back and neck pain. If your monitor is lower than eye level and you look down at your phone countless times per day, you may develop postural kyphosis, where your head tips forward and your shoulders round forward. Postural kyphosis can cause neck and back pain as well as fatigue. It just seems so simple. You just have to make the effort. I want to find this one more. Uh, I want to find one more stat that this 
this has some really good stuff. It has all these are sort of partitioned out. So excessive sitting and cardiovascular disease, sitting and increased rates of type two diabetes. Um, excessive sitting shortens your lifespan. Overall risk of dying increased 11% for those that sat versus those that stood. Deep vein thrombosis. Again, that's part of cutting off your, your veins. Problems with your legs. Alzheimer's and dementia have links here. Where is the... I don't remember even what I was trying to find. Oh, I know. Um, where is the stat? Somewhere in here it says that the amount of calories that you burn in an hour of standing versus an hour of sitting is 50. 50 calories. Now, for those wondering, I don't have an immediate grip on that. 50 calories is about, it's over 10%. If you have a hard, hard workout, you're going to burn maybe 500 calories. Okay. And that's in an hour. Now, if you just stand for your entire day, you can almost double your workout. The, the amount of burn, right? Let's say again, let's go back to that six number and you can stand for six hours a day and you're burning an extra 50 calories for every hour that you're standing. That's 300 calories. Okay. Now let's imagine that you do that seven days a week. You, you're, you're burning that extra 50 because your basal metabolic rate is going to go up as well. So you now you're burning an extra 50 calories a week or an extra, 50, an extra 350 calories a week. It's going to take you 10 weeks. That's it. 10 weeks. Hold on. Am I doing this math right? 50 times seven is 350. That's per week. Yes. And then times 10 would get you to 3,500 calories. That's a pound. That's a full pound of weight loss just by standing in 10 weeks. Now draw that out over the course of a year. And you're now doing, you're now losing five pounds. I feel like it's, I feel like I'm even shorting that from where I calculated it before. The benefits of standing, again, uh, startstanding.org. All of these are crazy. It goes on to talk about athletic performance. Um, let me see here. Muscle tension, tightness all the things that you want to mitigate when you're trying to be an athlete and move well. If you sit with poor posture for eight hours a day, and then you exercise for even 90 minutes at high intensity as what you would call an athlete level amount of exercise each week, you still may be considered a sedentary athlete. And that's basically what I've been. And that's unfortunate. You should be taking tons of breaks throughout the day to walk, stretch, squat, or exercise. So again, I'm not great at throwing these episodes together. Like they're not well thought out. They're not point to point to point to point. But I think you get the, you get, you get the, the theme here. I would highly suggest you converting to a standing desk if you can. I think um, on here, they link to one. 
and it's uh, the best one they link to is like $700. That might be a little excessive, 400 bucks for a standing desk. Um, or you can get a converter where, which is what I got. And it's a little bit, it, it looks a little bit weird, but aesthetic is never, should never be considered over function. Right. And at least in my mind. And honestly, I like the aesthetic of it. It was $120 on Amazon. There's several, depending on what size of desk you already have, what dimensions you need, if you need two monitors, whatever. And uh, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. I think this is something that could legitimately not only improve the quality of your life by significant leaps and bounds for the next whatever from your 30s through your 60s or 70s, whatever, you're not going to be working, but it's going to improve that quality just because it's a daily. Again, this is one of those things that's very insignificant on a daily level that could turn into just think of compounding interest in a retirement account financially. This is the same exact thing. This is like opening up an entirely new retirement account for your health and just making deposits daily. Think about how rich you could be when you're 70, 80 years old. Not only that, how many extra years did you add on to your life because you stood and were active and, and just was, you were just a, a more functional human for 40 or 50 years instead of sitting down, right? That's the way that I think of things. And that's how I get excited about stuff. So um, I don't know, consider it. If you have any questions about the exact uh, sit to stand desk converter that I have, go ahead and shoot me a, shoot me a message. Otherwise, find a way to increase that neat, that non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Have a great day. We'll talk next week.